Yes, that's right, infidels. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, Stevie, won't you please take me home to the beach? Because it sucks being back in the missile silo. But we're here with the Friday locker room. Tag team champions ready to tear it all down, infidels. We might just change your name by the time it's all said and done. It's the Friday locker room here. Channelattitude.com. Hami Media Group Infidels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are back, you guys. Uh, good to be up early this morning. It's not the Broasters sipping on some uh, Dominican coffee, but it's delicious. But I'm really glad to be back here with Mr. Delicious uh, himself. Don't call me Delicious, dog. Uh, Stevie Richards, good morning, pal. Been about three weeks since we've done an FLR together. Yeah, I, I actually watched some of the uh, stuff with uh, Vince and Noel, and I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm officially retired." I guess this is that. Uh, <laughs> I guess I've been replaced. I'm I, I, two nicer people couldn't replace me. I wouldn't. I'm sure Vince will not be a weekly fixture talking about another wrestling show. But I have to say that whatever terrorist rap group that is, they really they must have a roadcaster pro because they know how to hit that reverb on the uh, echo <laughs> they were going for there. Well, you know, I don't want to interrupt your, your intense training for being the first person not in the Royal rumble announcing themselves. So I know, you know, you're, you're working out hard to make sure that you aren't in the Royal rumble. And that's something we need to focus. Mm-hmm. On. It's just crazy enough to work. That's what the whole <laughs> thing is. Like I will, I legitimately, I have a post that I want to put up on Instagram. I guess I go inspirational, petty, shitty post like every oh, yeah. other, uh, right. Every other post has to be in balance with the force. But I, I was editing together Royal Rumble countdown and announcing that I my, my exit from the Royal Rumble or some fucking. I, I just I I hate posting pictures, but 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 I'm a fitness guy. I hate posting pictures of any kind of progress or anything like that. But I wanted to let people know, like literally, I I've cut my training down, even though it's quality training. I cut my training down and we obviously living near the beach. You're going to try to expose yourself as much as possible to, to nature like that. If you have access to it. So we've been doing walks if not once, twice a day, averaging minimum two miles, which is no, no, uh, no, you know, there's no stop watch on that. We're just doing it as far as, you know, we stop and sit down and it's really made a huge difference with that stubborn belly fat that I've been carrying around for years and years and years. So I changed the environment. I actually cut down overtraining. I treat the walk kind of as my second workout without being it. And, um, my diet's not even tuned in. So once I get that, you know, before January 29th, of course it has to, you know, be tuned up. Uh, but, uh, when I posted that, so many people, and then it's in what I, you know, DEFCON 2, I guess, right now, where now indie promoters are trying to book me. Because I obviously didn't post that picture to, to try to motivate people. I did it for selfish reasons. It's I not really like- did to try to let people know this, just little changes I made made a difference in like two, three weeks. And, uh, you know, obviously that means I want, I want to beat my body up and go back to having belly fat. It's a strange world we live in. 
Yeah, you do look great, man. I'm happy for you getting uh, that extra. You know, being on the beach there is I mean, that's more uh, healthy than almost anything, really, to to recharge you. So it's great, and I'm sure you'll be all set for your AEW debut when you and Tony Khan, uh, you know, get that all cooked up. So it's not for the Royal Rumble, you guys. It's for something else. Still. Yeah, because then I can just get dropped in my head. I won't even remember I'd never lived at the beach. Like, I think I think I always did. Every day will be a new day, like 30, what's it, the 31st dates or whatever, 51st dates. <laughs> uh, last night, Stinger was doing splashes off the the ramp at the top on the, through guys through tables. So that's what you got to look forward to over there. Nice. Oh. Not, as, not as much as Kevin Owens actually just doing a splash straight to the floor from the apron. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. I mean, Sting's <laughs> getting paid a lot of money, but. Yeah, man. I mean, for for that amount of money, I'll splash it off anything. But uh, it's it's just uh, ex- extreme stuff for no reason that yields no, um, I don't know, result, I guess, dude. It, it why guys are putting themselves through this uh, instead of focusing on other things going, it's not the offense. It's the lack of character that we have or the quality of the writing that we have around. You have your jacket on and now you don't <laughs> like if that's where, if that's where the bar is set, there's no, there's no chance for success in this bitch. So, uh, and a lot of people are jumping ship, man. And a lot of people are even yesterday scratching their head. Uh, one guy who I know you're probably putting together a, a Florida match with, uh, if you don't want to, I mean, we can talk up top. I, I know you're, you're a busy guy today, so I was just going to get through the headlines, but, uh, yeah, well, fuck it. Let's not get to the headlines. Yet. No, just, <laughs> no, just tell me what's going to Was that a headline or you just wanted to, uh, Scotty Tuati, uh, good goon, uh, opens up about how the backstage culture in NXT changed. Says during an appearance on talk is Jericho. Uh, former trainer, NXT trainer, Sky Tuati talked about the time backstage and how he saw things change. Said Triple H used to say that we have this culture here, and if he could bottle it, he could make millions off this culture. The culture, the backstage culture of we are NXT was a real thing. That was a real pride amongst the roster. I feel like that's been lost to a degree. It was the coolest environment I've ever been in, in my 30 years of wrestling. It was still a wrestling business, don't get me wrong, but there's a certain pride there that wasn't uh, anywhere else. It had started to change. This started coming in with rules. One of the first weeks since COVID was they started to let us wear NXT tracksuits to TV because we don't see anybody. Uh, we come in the performance center for television. We don't have any fans waiting outside. And for the longest time, there weren't any fans in the building. It was all a house of people. So we were wearing NXT tracksuits. As soon as it started to change, Hunter went away and the other guys started to come in. It was like, okay, we got to get back to business casual again. Uh, the next week, it was like Vince wants the coaches looking younger, so we need you guys to start dyeing your beards and cutting your hair. I really, I literally lost sleep over it. I've had every kind of facial hair dye, goatee, the beard, spiked up hair, bald head. It's not about that. It's like if they're going to have us jump through hoops like monkeys to see if they'll do it. So if you do that, what's next? Um, Dude, they want the coaches to look younger and and cut their hair. We're we're doing the haircut test that Boogs obviously just got put through with the coaches here and and why they're leaving. Um, you know, you you worked with Scotty a lot more than I have been. Uh, yeah, great dude, but at the same time, I remember this kind of being the vibe of even though on a much smaller scale of Derby city wrestling. When Rip gave us that as the non-contract guys and the contract guys were doing something, we were taking their creative and letting that trickle down and doing 
work with character that was was not saying better than what Al was doing because it was inspired by. But it was our own thing because I didn't have wrestlers who could toe the line in the ring, so we had to do character and and cover shit up. But and and it it became our own little thing of pride inside OVW. So I told you see where those guys were coming from, having a toy locker room like that, and that's just so awesome. But it also reinforces the bubble of delusion when you're saying third brand and then AEW, you know, kind of kicks your legs out from underneath you and you have to like keep towing the line. I'm glad it was good for morale, but what did it really accomplish? Who did it really get over to the next level? I think this is probably one of the most important interviews and the fans might not think because obviously Scotty didn't have a big enough fake push within wrestling to have his voice matter, but knowing Scotty too high, when's the last time Scotty too hotty ever had anything negative to say about anything that you remember? When's the last time Scotty too hotty shoot on anybody or anything? And was this brutally honest and blunt about anything? When would Scotty too hotty ever, and this is from a personal level, when would Scotty too hotty ever quit anything? This is not a guy I know to quit anything unless, like he just said, it, it completely just became something that his freedom was more important. And knowing that, you know, and I, I said it when I was there that week, I would give up every bit of everything outside of what I'm doing to become a performance center coach. I would give up my wrestling career at the time. I would give up my YouTube channel. I would give up any hopes of being a fitness brand. I would give up any doing this especially i would give up my voice for basically independent contractor uh level like uh, treatment uh base pay of a base pay of $50,000 a year but i still have to pay my own expenses to all the house shows i still have to use my own car i still don't get uh company benefits or health insurance so that 50 is easily what 30 28 in this and then yeah, inflation has probably dropped to about 22 so but going back to Scott, Scotty, he was probably like weighing his his the fact that this guy could really do anything he wants. He's a smart guy. He's an intelligent guy. He's a good looking guy. So he could probably get something with it. He could probably just destroy me in the fitness world if he wanted to <laughs> and start his own. But please don't do that yet, Scotty. Give me a few more weeks to get this thing off the ground. But it, the more most important thing is Scotty was never a person to rock the boat. Scotty was never a one to not be the good soldier, to not be the good company employee. So this is the most important interview for people to listen to when a guy like this is saying the things he's saying. You can multiply it 10, 20, 50 times worse because, yeah. because he's still being a nice guy about it instead of saying, this system is completely fucked and Vince and Bruce are destroying NXT just like they're destroying raw and SmackDown. They're destroying the entire brand. And you have an, an insane person who's completely out of touch. That's coming in, breaking something that wasn't broke, fixing something that wasn't broken in the broken in the first place. We can go yeah. down the list. I mean, even this past week, what do they call that? That Walter dude is now some kind of stereotypical racist and German name now. Gunther or what? Yeah, I, I think that's actually I know I'm mean, jumping around, but I, I can't no, I cannot I, I cannot right uh overstate 
the amplitude of Scotty Tuhati saying these things at all in any form or fashion, even a political fashion, for the words to come out of his mouth and for him to want to quit a job during essentially a pandemic era where every job is in flux, that is, that's telling. That's yeah. more telling than any other story we're going to ever read uh, from this point forward. Well, I don't know. There's there's two more, three more that might oh, back that up. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to I Scotty. Mean, though. Like this, I wish there was. I wish there was a minimum fifty percent of the people in wrestling were Scott, a Scotty too hotty. A good dude, great worker. He just never showcased to that point, and a dude that puts me and anybody else that's fifty plus to shame with the shape this guy's in. And doing a tour and wrestling. So if you're if you're emailing me for bookings, I'm going to give you Scotty Tuhati's email because that's a guy that can draw on your card. More family friendly than me, known for the worm, known for the dance with the kids, can draw can exactly. can can sell tickets. Great autograph signing. You're going to make money every which way, man, for sure. In a family product and. Uh, you know, uh, you, you can get multiple guys over with uh, putting them in. He he can do the least amount in the ring doing a shitty six if he needs to because he's done them. He's the master of them, <laughs> you know, to, to get that spot over. I saw his picture on a poster just yesterday for Alabama, and I said, holy shit, I promised to fucking wrestle this guy in 2022. <laughs> like, he looks amazing. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm having a lot of stuttering issues. Do I look like? No, no, you're choppy on your end no video is a little drop the audio is fine Uh, yeah the audio has been fine but i see i'm a little mr roboto but uh all right cool we're both on spectrum now so that'll 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 drive the the knife in even deeper (laughs) spectrum versus spectrum may be interesting uh to keep going that road i mean i was gonna say speaking of spectrum that video i sent you in facebook message we don't have to talk about it. Which the spectrum <laughs> being on the spectrum? I'll be on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah the guy go to Ali. Like go to Ali. Yeah, go to cut Ali. Um, it's time for some retribution. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with trans rights and T Bar or Big Daddy Bearcat, but uh, Ali walks off the job after where you know he cut that interesting kind of. New America uh, promo that was very 1984-ish. Uh, I liked it, and I liked Retribution when it was supposed to be Antifa until they <laughs> kicked it, so they kicked their own legs out within three, four weeks on that. Um, and then, obviously, not wanting to be the <laughs> Islamophobic, uh, you know, classic sheet gimmick, but then gets end, ends up being the affirmative action hire so they can take him and Mansoor to uh, Saudi Arabia to cash in. So they're kind of testing him in his own way of what his own morality is versus the money versus will you do business and be happy you even have a spot on the card. But inside that WWE bubble, you know, sometimes, you know, even if it's bad and you're sitting around, you still got it good if you're making the money. Now, like you just said, with the travel, maybe he wasn't. And with three babies... Uh, you know, he might have to make a, a stronger decision for his. Thank you for listening to Hami Media Group's free preview of today's show. If you want to hear the entire show ad free, then you need to subscribe to channelattitude.com. Channelattitude.com is the only place where you can hear the hottest HMG review shows for AEW, 
WWE, Impact Wrestling, along with all the inside shoot on the business, rumors, and news from the Hami Media Group host. Once again, thank you for listening and or watching, and don't forget to subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com.